Are you feeling the pressure yet? The end of the year is coming. Let's talk about it. You are listening to The Shift Seekers Show, created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that help you identify your unique path to change in your life and business. Expect insights, lessons and real life stories of people just like you who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Hello and welcome to this brand new episode of the Shift Seekers Show. I'm your host, Laura Husson, and today I'm going to share with you some of my stance around the whole, oh my gosh, the new year is coming and I'm under all this pressure to do all the things because the 1st of January will be here and I have to be ready. Now that's a very long podcast title. (laughs) So we're going to give this a snappier, shorter title around the truth about starting a new year. So for you, I wonder if you run your own business, which I'm sure most people who listen to this podcast do, there becomes a whole storm of opportunities to review, to reflect, to set new goals, all the things. Obviously, we have the typical New Year's resolutions in our face. And we do this new thing, this word of the year thing. Now, with the word of the year, we all choose a word and maybe we put it all over social media. I know that for me, a couple of years, I've had the word, my word for the year engraved on jewelry. And I really adopted a theme for my year. Now, if you've done that too, I wonder how long into the year that lasted with you. For me, it definitely didn't last all the way through the year. And in fact, this year, I actually changed my word partway through the year, which is a really interesting experience because I started this year with my word for 2021 was devotion. And it was devotion to all things, myself, my family, my business, my health, all of of it, all of it. And I had it on a beautiful bracelet, actually one of my past clients made for me, which was absolutely gorgeous. And when I was away at Christmas, we went away as a family last year to the Maldives. And while I was there, my whole arm that I was wearing that bracelet on, it was almost as though the metal had burned me. Now it wasn't hot and it hadn't heated up in any way, but it was like an allergic reaction. So I took it off that wrist. I thought, oh, maybe I've scratched myself or something because it looked like a cut. And I put the bracelet on the other side. And when, within a day, the same thing happened on the other side. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was joking to my friends. I said, it's almost like my body is refusing the word devotion. And so I chose a new word and it very kindly, she made me a new bracelet and the new word was rigor. Now, at the time when I chose this new word, this was a few weeks into 2021, and I chose this word because it was something that was very important to me. Now, off the top of my head, I want to say to you that it is episode 27. It could be 24. So don't hold me to it. <laughs> I'll try and find out for you. I'll correct myself as I as I flick through my database of episodes. I did an episode called PSA, Coaching Industry, Prepare for Free Fall. And in this episode, I was sharing my own personal experience. It is 24, episode 24. I was sharing my own personal experience of some of the toxic messaging and ways that the coaching industry is being 
I want to say manipulated by people who just choose to proclaim themselves as the leaders of the industry. And that was a really fascinating episode. Now within, please go and listen to that if you do move around in this, in this coaching industry of ours. The word that was coming through was rigor. And I was calling myself to new standards of rigor. I was calling my clients to adhering to a new standard of rigor. And I was really going on an exploration of what does it mean? What does it even mean to dive into being rigorous with your own standards for yourself, for your business, for your clients, for your programs, for everything? And it has been a really interesting start to the year, or it was an interesting start to the year. Now, I will say that that word, I'd actually completely forgotten about it until I came to record this episode. And which is really funny because both of those bracelets are currently hanging right in front of my face off the arm of my microphone. <laughs> so I can see both of the words. So firstly, I want to say, yes, a new year is coming. Yes, if choosing your word of the year feels good to you, go ahead. And it's okay not to need to have to find the perfect word by the 1st of January or by the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. It's okay to take your time. It's okay to realign and recalibrate on what feels right for you. Now, this is also the same with setting goals for 2022. Now, typically, I know I don't have the stats or the the figures. I I would love to have had them, actually. But the fitness industry is one of the biggest, sees one of its biggest booms in January. And what happens is after Christmas, everybody has had a whole thing around, oh, my gosh, overindulging, break from routine, all the rest of it. And what happens is that on the 1st of January, people go, I'm going to join a gym. I am going to run every day. I am going to do couch to 5K. I'm going to register for a marathon. There's all these commitments and dedications that go in to starting turning over a new leaf. That's what we call it, right? Now, what I want you to know is that they call it, I think it's called Blue Monday, right? Which is the third, fourth, somewhere Monday in January. And it is the day in the year where most people abandon their goals, We're starting in this like kind of it's cold for us here in the UK, in in the Northern Hemisphere in general, it's, it's cold. It's not the nicest weather we've had. It's dark, right? It's dark, long days. And we've had this lovely holiday. We've been all kind of enjoying autumn and all the things. Then once it gets to Christmas, we're really in those long, short daylight hour daytimes and things feel, oh, everything feels more difficult, more challenging. Now, in knowing what we know about the subconscious mind, now, if you're new here, there's lots here around the subconscious mind. So please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to get future episodes. And after this episode, you can go back and binge all the past episodes if you'd like to. I have a trend now of trying to keep them fairly short so that you can just grab them and go and get a a snippet of inspiration in the midst of whatever it is that you're doing. I love us to remember that when it comes to our subconscious mind, we can set goals. But there is a very specific process that goes into setting goals that your subconscious mind can get on board with. Now, if you set the kind of goal, and I know that people will say things like, set goals that scare you. Set goals that you don't believe are possible. It gives you something to aim for. I actually don't agree with that. And I believe that what we want to do is we want to have just enough stretch that it could be something we've never done before, but we have to have some shred of believability that it is possible for us when we set new goals. 
Now, one of the processes that I love to do, and I do this frequently, not only at the end of a year, and sometimes I actually don't do it at the end of a year. I don't think at the end of 2020 I did this at all. This year I am feeling inclined to do it. I do a process that I call recalibrate and rise. And what I do in that process is not just for ending a year, it's for any time I feel like, do you know what? I'm feeling things start to shift and change. I'm feeling myself want to pour energy into something that's a bit different than what I've been doing. I want to review where I'm at. What what do I even want right now? Do I still want the things that I said I wanted way back when? Now, I do this more regularly than once a year because as part of being a human being, typically our needs and our desires shift and change and evolve. And that's a good thing. What we want to do is we want to look back on all the things that have got us to here, where here is, where are we right now? And then we start to ascertain where we want to go next. And I see it almost like readjusting our sails. You know, just looking at where we are and then readjusting ourselves. This does not have to be throwing everything out and starting over again. And this is also far from a shame process. Like we're not looking at this so that we can go, oh, look at what we didn't achieve. And I've seen a lot of marketing around that this year where people are using it in their advertising material. And I'm sure it's very effective. Oh, not as where you wanted to be by this point in 2021. Here's what's going to happen next. And the truth is that invariably life happens to all of us. No matter what's going on in our out, out I need to say outdoor. That's because I've been in my house for three weeks. So the whole house is three weeks today since we have been isolating, since COVID landed in our house, and we are still in it until at least Monday. So um, I'm dreaming of the outdoors. It's not just for um, looking about situations that are outside of your control, but just when things start to shift and move. Now, your life is going to pick up and give you events and you're going to have to be able to duck and weave and be flexible. One of the things that I share when I do my shift method facilitators training is that the person with the most flexibility is, I was going to say wins the race. It's kind of that vibe, you know, like most flexibility literally is the winner because the more flexible you can be, the more resilient you are. If I'm completely flexible, that no matter what comes in my way, I'm able to recalibrate reset my sails and then go again, then I am absolutely going to stay on track in the direction of the thing that I'm saying I want to see happen in my life. Now, when it comes to goals, again, this is a much deeper process. So what I am actually going to do is I'm going to set a date. I don't have that date right now, but I will have it. I'm going to set a date to host you through a version of my recalibrate and rise process. I'm going to guide you through the entire thing from start to finish and you will be able to see and feel the difference between setting a new year's resolution or reviewing the year or that kind of stuff. All the the, the typical kind of things that you've done before and instead of setting new year's resolutions you are going to define your specific target areas for focus moving into this next phase. And you can use this anytime. Like I said, this doesn't have to be only at the end of December. It could be any time that feels good to you. Once you learn this process, you can do it whenever you like. Now, I like to do this when things just feel like, hmm, this isn't sitting quite right anymore. I always go back to this process. Sometimes I have done it with my team. Sometimes I do it on my, on my, by myself. I've even done it with my daughter. So it's a brilliant process to just get really clear on what do I even want? Why do I want it? And where am I going to take steps to make it happen? So Recalibrate and Rise is what it's called. I will be sharing all the details of that 
via email, on my social media, everywhere. And I'm sure I'll have an update for you by the time we record our next episode. But look out for that. You'll definitely want to hop onto that. So permission to have zero New Year's resolutions this year. Because the truth is that whatever you set yourself, because it's turning into New Year, it is not the right motivation for you to actually start making change. We need all change for change to actually last, for us to actually start making progress towards our goals, towards our dreams, towards whatever it is that we're saying we want to start doing. We have to really want it for ourselves. It has to be self-initiated. Now, for that change to really take effect at a level that lasts, it has to be implemented at, implemented, did I say? Implemented at the subconscious level. It has to go in deep because it's at the subconscious level where your identity lives. And we need to not only decide that we want something and start taking steps towards it, but we need to become the person who automatically is taking those actions. That's where progress comes without having to hustle, without having to pull late nights, without having to try or think or figure out what the next step is. And it all becomes very much more spacious free, possible, and dare I say, inevitable. Now I have more to come on this. In fact, spoiler alert, next week's episode is going to be about the truth about inevitable success, because I actually have a recipe for you. So make sure you are subscribed to get the updates of that. We, when we get to the end of a year, there's a lot of shame baked in. There's a lot of shame baked in of, oh, well, I said I would do this last year and I didn't do it. And oh, I'm going to say it again. We don't even believe ourselves. How many times have you set the same New Year's resolution only to find that by February, you can't even remember what resolution you had set yourself? And there's a reason for that happening. And I'm going to, do you know what? I'm just going to tell you, I want to, I'm trying to do this without having to um, go into the whole process because it would take too long, but I'm going to take you deep into that in the recalibrate and rise process. Okay, we're going to go really deep into it. You're going to become really clear on why this has never worked for you before and how here it comes. It gets to be different now. (laughs) So in the name of recovering energy levels, all the things, I am going to leave you with that little teaser and that little opener to let's do New Year differently. Let's make a deal. Whatever you normally do to end the year and start a new one, let's do something different this year. And let's kick it off. I will share with you my recalibrate and rise process. You get to choose what bits of that feel good to you and start the year, the next year, or whatever this phase is. Maybe you want to start it sooner than that. You don't have to wait till the 31st of December to turn over a new leaf. You get to do it every single day. And even more than that, not only every single day, but every single moment of every single day. So if you find something in your day, you're like, oh, this has happened. You don't need to write off the day. You get to just recalibrate and go again, okay? So I'm going to share all of that with you. I'll get all the details ready, a sign-up page for you so you can join us for that. I know you're going to love this process and it's going to give you a lot of peace of mind and a lot of, oh my gosh, why this has not happened for me before and what I felt so much shame and guilt for not being able to follow through on the things I said I wanted, it's not my fault and it gets to be different now. So 
I'm going to wrap us up there. I'm going back to rest mode and full disclosure. I am still in my PJs and robe. It is 20 past five in the evening. I'm feeling extremely accomplished for the fact that I managed to share this with you cohesively, semi-cohesively, perhaps you can be the judge of that. (laughs) Come and tell me on Instagram that you have listened to this episode. I am at Totally Laura on Instagram. If you want the recalibrate and rise, just come and text me, send me a little message, a DM, let me know you want it and I'll make sure to put you on a list to um, let you know when that's ready for you. And I will see you next week where I'm going to share the recipe for inevitable success. See you then. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.